Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. We're on the air to help you understand and connect what you hear on Sunday with what you do in your nine to five. We're so grateful that you've tuned in today as Martha and I get a chance to host the show. That's exactly right. And so listeners, we want to thank you for um, tuning in today. We have quite a show in store for you. And, um, you know, I'm just really kind of excited, Jim. We have a kind of kind of of no, I'm really excited. Okay, I want to tell our listeners if they don't know this yet, that Monday is Labor Day. Monday Monday. might be a holiday for a lot of people. But the reason that I want to talk about Labor Day right now is the fact that, you know, playing on the word labor and we talk about working for God, working for the Lord. um, We have a new podcast option for listeners, and it is called the I Work For Him Power Pod. And so I just want to take a moment and let you all know about it. Make sure that you go out to your favorite podcast platform. Do me a favor right now and go and find I Work For Him Power Pod and subscribe. We are really, really praying for a big launch on Monday. And I can tell you that um, the, the conversation we're going to have today um, is a similar conversation to one you will hear next week on one of the Power Pods that's releasing, where we um, talk more about this same conversation. So take a moment, go to your favorite platform, look for I Work For Him Power Pod, and subscribe. And then when you listen to the show and you like it, hopefully you like it, take a moment to rate us and review us on that platform because, guys, that's the way that more and more people can hear that their work matters and that um, there is a, a huge 100% connection between our faith and our work. So I'm just inviting you right now to do that for us, do that for yourself, because then you will get the content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right there in your podcast platform to be encouraged and to live out your faith at work. So again, I work for him, Power Pods. And we're just excited that's launching on Labor Day, Jim. Yes, it is. And always remember that you can always find out everything about I Work For Him on our website, iWorkForHim.com. That's iWork, the number four, him.com. You know, 55% of the workforce is made up of women. You know, women are not like men. What? I didn't know this. Women think differently. Women socialize differently. Women work differently. Women develop relationships differently. Essentially, women are different. That's exactly right, Jim. You know, I'm glad you know, the, you know that. Those delays would be a little bit. You know, put away the face. She's doing this Facebook Live thing. That just I drives me just crazy. I was just taking okay. a few videos. Right, she's, you know? she's amazing. Because right. women are different. The, women are different. That's why when a chaplain goes into a business, women need to need a woman chaplain, a female chaplain, because a female chaplain can relate to the women. Hmm. Are 55% of the workplace chaplains women? Mm, not yet. We need more women out there ministering to other women suffering from the Wonder Woman complex. And we got some women that are going to tell us about that today. Women know what I'm talking about. Men are going, what? They're scratching their heads. Exactly. Why are we talking today about the extraordinary workplace need for more women chaplains? Because there's a desperate need. So many business owners and leaders and organizations understand the value of bringing in chaplains into their organization, but they need to be men and women, male and female. That's the way God made them. That's why we got to have them in the the chaplaincy. So who better to speak to this issue? How about the leaders in marketplace chaplaincy? 
How about Marketplace Chaplains? Found online at mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. This is a career that can fit a full-time working woman, a full-time working mom, a stay-at-home mom, a grandma. Women who love Jesus and have the gift of mercy need apply. We've got Jason Burns calling in. We've had him on the show before because we love Marketplace Chaplains. We've invited him back. Jason Burns, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you so much. Very glad to be with you guys today. T- tell us, how did you? why did you end up in chaplaincy? What was it about chaplaincy that you said, mm, that's something I really want to be a part of? Well, I had done ministry vocationally when I was younger and then gotten into the workplace and uh, had spent about a decade in a leadership role with a, a large multinational company and really just became aware of the need to uh, to reach people in the workplace and care for them uh, through our company. And then a guy that I had mentored years earlier on the phone one day told me about chaplaincy. I said, I've got to find out more. And I actually walked away from a role with uh, as a senior vice president of a company to uh, begin to work in nonprofit world to try to expand chaplaincy in business. Okay, so let's just get to the bottom line, and we want to get to our guests that are in addition to you. What kind of an impact is chaplaincy making? When we look at faith and work and the intersection thereof, how is the bringing in a chaplain who loves Jesus into organizations that are either, that some of them are run by Jesus followers, some of them are not. How is chaplaincy making a difference for the employees that are there? Well, for us, I mean, it, it, it translates into well over a million care sessions every year. On average, about 3,500 individuals that are reconnected to local churches, over a 1,000 people coming to know Christ as Savior on an annual basis. So it really gives us the opportunity to place caregivers in the workplace, and God opens up many, many doors to be able to turn that into their first encounter with the gospel. What's fantastic about that is we got, I I just love the story Marketplace Chapels. Martha and I have highlighted, we've done a lot of stories about that, haven't we? We have. And just this whole idea, and I hope the listeners really grab onto it, is the fact that this is something that can truly make such a huge difference in the workplace. You know, let's just say that all all your life you thought, well, I just, I, I feel like I'm being called to be a pastor. Well, pastors are shepherds and being a chaplain is being a pastor and maybe you really have a shepherding heart marketplace chaplains may be the place for you maybe it's a career for you right now maybe once you retire quote unquote because you know that's illegal in christianity to retire <laughs> that's a gymism it's not in the scriptures illegal. that it's illegal uh, that the chaplaincy is so huge you know jason when we were in colorado with one of your good friends jeff reinhardt back in june we got to interview stacy cleary our first female chaplain on i work for him and I was just astounded at her story. And so I've invited you to bring some chaplains, uh, some female chaplains on the show today to share more of their stories so we can let the women in our audience know this is an option for you. Jason, why don't you introduce our first guest? Okay. Yes, this is uh, Gwen Roxburgh. She is in the Birmingham, Alabama area and uh, is a wonderful chaplain for us, one of the 596 current uh, female chaplains that we have in ministry. Gwen, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, we are so thrilled to have you here. So tell our listeners, what led you to become a chaplain? Well, uh, I spent most of my working life in business, 
as you can probably tell from my accent, um, I'm from Britain. Mm-hmm. So I spent most of my, most of my I thought you were from Birmingham, there. Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. We don't even say Birmingham. We say Birmingham, Birmingham. in Britain. And uh, I was uh, very much aware that God calls us to be a witness and to serve him in the workplace. When my husband was called to a job in the States, I realized that God was not just leading me to a new location, but to a new avenue of service. I knew I was to be sent out from my local church to serve. When I asked God what he wanted me to do, the picture he gave me in my mind was actually from American football. And I appreciate it's possibly not a good idea for an English person to use such an analogy. (laughs) So we'll keep it simple. Uh, The job of the wide receiver, I believe, is to receive the ball. If he's not already in the end zone, he's to take the ball where it's meant to go. My job was basically to receive the grace of God and to take it where it was meant to go. That was all I had to start with, but eventually God opened doors. For many years, I've sought to do that as a volunteer working with women who've been in prison. And subsequently, my pastor recommended me to Marketplace Chaplains. That's fantastic. These days, I work as a chaplain. I am aware that God is calling me just to take his grace mm-hmm. where it's meant to go. All right, so let's just let's just talk about from your heart. How has chaplaincy... How, how rewarding has it been to be a female chaplain out there in the marketplace? Because you're you're among the minority. And really quick, you got 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> okay, it's been extremely rewarding. It's a privilege to have someone share their faith struggle with you and to know Christ leading, that I'll arrive at just the right moment to help someone, knowing on mm. occasion that the Lord has actually changed my plans for that day. For that very reason. Mm. So today we're talking about chaplaincy, and we've done that many times on the air today, but today we're specifically talking about the role of female chaplains in the workplace. Yeah. Because 55% of the workforce is women. And, and such be an is or an are. I mean, as long as I'm messing up, I should at least find out whether my grammar is just really messing up. It doesn't really matter. We need the grammarly. point is, <laughs> there's a lot of chaplains out there that are men. Yet the workforce is made up 50-50 or even more women than men. We need more women chaplains because it's not healthy for a man chaplain to be counseling and mentoring and discipling a, a female employee. That's the way that's designed in the kingdom. Men on men, women on women. Marketplace chaplains is already equipped to get this done. And they're always looking for new chaplains to join around the country you need to check them out online, mchapusa.com. Maybe you have a heart full of grace and mercy, which are just two really great things to have if you're going to be a chaplain, and also a phenomenal listening ear. And we'll let Jason Brown talk about Jason Brown with Marketplace Chaplains. Welcome back to I Work For Him. Excuse me, Jason Very Burns. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You and you and you guys with their names almost the same. Jason Brown's like the big Kahuna. Jason Burns is just under the big Kahuna. Okay, Jason <laughs> Burns. I apologize. Please forgive me. Uh, talk to me about the need for more chaplains in this country with marketplace chaplains. Mm. Oh, there are so many opportunities in every state right now. Uh, God has just opened up so many. Uh, 
businesses this year to fill. We've already added over 100, and for every one of those, we've got to have a female chaplain. And right now, we've got 596 female chaplains, and uh, we certainly need more, and there's always an opportunity for a lady to plug in find a place to serve and so we're just very thankful when we get the opportunity to uh, to bring them onto the team. So how would somebody do that if when they're listening to the show today if they're in the least bit inquisitive about taking the next step Jason what should they do? Best step is to go to our website and they can look at some information as well as follow the links to uh, do a pre-application to express their interest we'll reach out to them immediately to begin a dialogue. And our website is M as in Mary, Chap as in Chaplain, USA.com, MChapUSA.com. That's exactly right. So, And I'm sure our listeners have heard us say that website a few times, Jim. Absolutely. All right, we're talking with Gwen Roxburgh. She's from Birmingham. Or That's Birmingham. Right. That's right. Birmingham. Birmingham. It just depends. She, was, <laughs> she grew up in Birmingham, England, and now she lives in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> When I know, but you're you're still still got to work on your deep South accent. It's missing. It's missing. (laughs) All right. So talk to me about as there's a lot of women feel like okay, I can't really be a pastor, but really as a chaplain, you have to have a shepherding heart. You have to have a, a heart full of grace and mercy. You have to have a great listening ear. How do you see the Lord using you on a daily basis in the in the workplaces that you get sent out to? Um, by being open to what the Lord says. And um, it's been surprising how I look back over my life, what I've learned as a mother, as a grandmother, what I learned 20, 30 years ago. The Lord will remind me of that. And I'll be able to explain to the women how I can identify with what they're going through. I worked full time and raised a family. Um, but to say how the Lord can come alongside us in each situation. Mm. So I would love for you to tell our um, listeners that maybe are business owners or organizational leaders why they should consider chaplaincy. Or even the people that are listening that aren't the business owners or leaders, but have influence. Could speak to them. Right, they have influence. They're listening to I Work For Him today, Gwen, and they want to tell their bosses about chaplaincy. Mm-hmm. What would you Absolutely. say? Well, many employees do not have a church or a minister they can go to when they're struggling in life. Many of them are not even believers. Mm -hmm. Marketplace Chaplains provides a help and support that goes directly to them, no matter what their faith is or if they don't have any faith. Uh, We can encourage them in the struggles they're facing and along the journey to come to faith and to become part of a local church. But also... Worry and stress take a huge toll on a person, and that, of course, impacts the work, how well they can do it. To have a chaplain come alongside a member of staff at the very time they're going through some difficulty or even a crisis where they don't know which way to turn helps us to let them know the peace and direction of God, and surely that in turn allows them to be more focused on their work. Mm. That's fabulous. So those are some things that are, are would be huge for people um, if they're if they're even intrigued at all by this idea that that can really be a huge impact in the workplace and in the employee. Yeah, because everybody's hurting. I mean, everybody's got some hurt. So did you Absolutely. do you imagine um, that this will be what God has you doing the rest of your life? 
Um, it's very rewarding. Uh, a chaplain very quickly learns they can't do it in their own strength. Mm. But it just won't cut it. But as we draw on the love and the power and the grace of God, we're able to help others. Um, it's something that you have to be called to. Sure. Uh, good intentions won't work. And if this is what he wants me to do, this is what I will do for as long as he calls me to do it. You know, and that's really the perspective we all need to have in wherever we are being called. Um, whether, you know, Jim, some people don't have the, we don't think of ourselves as shepherds, but we're all shepherding in one way or another. But it, It's a very cool ministry place that you get to go to, Gwen Roxburgh, every day as you get to chaplain. It it's fantastic. Thank you so much for being an I work for him today. Thank you so much for bringing the story from Birmingham, Alabama and Birmingham, 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 England, to I work for him today. But thanks for sharing. Yes, and, thank, and we, and, thank you so much. And maybe it's one day we'll get joy. to visit you on the on the road in Birmingham and, and get a chance to see and what's going on right there. But thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So Jason, you know what sets Marketplace Chaplains apart from other chaplaincy organizations? Well, really, part of it is just what we're talking about, is that we always operate with a team approach, and so that's why these female chaplains are so essential to what we do. You alluded earlier to you just can't ask a male chaplain to go and meet with somebody's 14-year-old daughter to have a discussion about what she's struggling with. Uh, But these ladies get to step in to situations that male chaplains just can't. Mm-hmm. And so we always approach ministry in the marketplace with male and female teams to be able to accomplish that purpose. That's fabulous. And we love that about what you guys are doing. So, Jason, we have another female chaplain with us on the phone here. Why don't you introduce our next guest? Absolutely. And she's right down the road from you guys. Julie Simkoski is there in the Fort Myers area and is another one of our fabulous chaplains. Wow, Julie, we could have done this side by side in Fort Myers today. We, we drove up to Tampa in order to be able to be on the on the phone with you in Fort Myers. We'll have to connect outside of the I show. I know. We'll have to connect I outside. I know. So, so talk to us. What led you to being a chaplain? Well, actually, I always felt called to be a pastor's wife, even before I met my pastor husband. <laughs> and so um, that was like over 40 years ago. And I just came alongside of him in ministry and did whatever I needed to do to help him to serve his congregations as good as he could. But then one day, about five years ago, he had a phone message at church from um, my EDO that said, I was wondering if there was anyone in your church that would be willing to consider being a chaplain. Well, we'd never heard of Marketplace Ministry. We didn't know anything about it. But my husband, probably wanting to see that I had other things to keep me occupied, said, (laughs) why don't you consider that? And I went, why would I want to consider that? I'm content doing what I'm doing. But he said, let's look at it. So I called my EDO and said, I'd be interested in talking with you. So the reason he had called was there had been a business who had reached out, and it was an all-female office and was wanting to look at the perspective of having a chaplain there. And so needless to say, as you've already heard, a female chaplain is what they needed. So he was trying to be prepared ahead of the time. So we interviewed. I was accepted as a chaplain with Marketplace Ministry. And I waited a year 
and I waited and this business never came online. But then I was been I was able to be plugged into some other places. Oh, that's and now I would not even consider I my husband and I have a goal of finishing well. Uh-huh. And I thought that that meant as his wife in ministry. But I do believe that God had this planned all along Mm -hmm. for me to finish well as a chaplain. Um, If you have not heard about Chaplaincy, I want you to go to their website, mchapusa.com. You can learn more about it and see if it's something for you. But the whole idea is that one of the things we love is that they, that, um, Marketplace Chaplains is really strong about men to men, you know, talking and women to women. And so we really know there is a need for more women chaplains. That's and right. And a lot of women don't even think that this is something they could do or they've never heard of it. So that's why we're talking about it, Jim. Well, and for three different reasons. So for you, our listeners, mm-hmm. we are, we're, for, we, one, we want to make sure you understand chaplaincy is just as much for women as it is for men. Right. So it's a, it's a potential career for you. It's a potential uh, second half kind of an option for you. For number two, for those of you that own businesses or run organizations to know that you, whether you even run a church or not, I mean, chaplaincy is something that's necessary. That is a phenomenal asset mm-hmm. and and benefit to everybody, no matter what your organization looks like. And number three, if you're an employee in an organization that desperately needs chaplaincy, you can let your bosses know about this because Marketplace Chaplains is in organizations run by Jesus followers, but they're also run by lots of organizations that aren't run by Jesus followers. <laughs> and, and, and they're making an impact because people feel loved and appreciated and when a chaplain enters the workforce it increases uh productivity it increases retention of employees i mean it makes a huge impact jason burns why am i doing your sales job right here on the air what's the deal (laughs) hey keep it up good question (laughs) hey well jason what kind of qualifications do you look for in a marketplace chaplain Really, the first qualification is what you've been talking about all along, and that's someone who shepherds others. Um, More important than what kind of piece of paper they have hanging on the wall from certification, because we can train just about anyone, Um, we have to have somebody that has a heart to serve. desiring opportunities to care for others. Mm. So, Julie, we were talking with you right before the break, and we had promised that we were going to ask you this question. What is your favorite part about being a chaplain? I think there's two things. One, um, it's personal in being stretched to work on my listening skills, because you can probably tell I do a lot more talking than I do listening. And so this way I have to be forced to really focus on the person and hear what they're not so much saying with their words, but what they're saying with their body language, too, in many cases. And then the second time is to walk away from a conversation and go, that was a God moment. And to know that God has worked in this uh, situation to bring me to this point because this person is going to need what God's prepared me for. You know, Julie, as you said, you are you are mom. You guys have kids. You and your husband have kids. Yes, we have two grown boys who live in other states. So, and you got grandkids too. Just, yeah, we have two granddaughters. Yes. Way to go! Okay, all right. So, what do you see of your qualifications? Your pastor's wife, a church pastor's right. wife. Do you have to be a church pastor's wife to be a chaplain? Certainly not. Certainly not. I think, as uh, Gwen so eloquently said, which, you know, I wish I had that eloquence, but that it's being um, called by God to serve people. And when you have a heart for people and you want to see 
hurting people helped in God's way, then you're going to be able to be equipped because God's already called you, and He equips those that He calls. So sometimes I was really reticent when my husband said, why don't you do this? Because I have perfectionistic tendencies, and I felt like, oh, if I can't do it, I don't think I'm even going to try. But it was so easy. Once you get into the process of the training, they don't just throw you out there and say, go Mm -hmm. speak to these people. They walk alongside of you until you feel comfortable with going on your own. And I will say there is a great need, and I know you're coming up later, but for bilingual chaplains, because I go into hotels and a lot of the housekeepers speak Spanish. And so I go, hola, como estas, and smile. (laughs) And I know many of them would love to speak and share their story briefly because they're working, obviously. But I mean, I I have had such moments I would love to be able to tell you about how, especially for any business owner that's looking to enlist a chaplain, I've had experiences in the last month that Mm -hmm. would overwhelm a business owner. Well, this is the reason that we are bringing um, the female chaplains on today, Jim, is just for our listeners to hear that there is such a need and that maybe there's somebody listening that can fill this need or just learn that there is this opportunity out there. So, Julie Simkowski, thank you so much for being our guest on I Work For Him and being a chaplain right there in the Naples, Fort Myers area. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so Jason Burns, talk about... Um, when when an organization when when somebody finds out about marketplace chaplaincy and they say hey uh, talk to me about why I should bring you into my organization whether it's whether it's a business or whether it's a nonprofit or whether it's a church wh- whatever it may be uh, what are some of the things you tell them why they should consider doing this well essentially because we're able to be there at times and places that they can't the most caring business owner who wants to have an open-door policy um, still can't take those 2 a.m. phone calls, still can't be there with an employee's family member in another state. And, and we're able to leverage their desire and put feet to it all across our network because we do have 1,600 chaplains across the U.S., uh, Canada, and Mexico. So it just allows us to take their desire and put feet to it in the marketplace ministry. Mm. Why don't you introduce our next female chaplain guest? Uh, we'll do it. It's Quabia Francis, who is also down in South Florida, but on the other side of the state, who has been serving as a chaplain with us and is just now beginning a role that you heard about a minute ago, an EDO, an Executive Director of Operations. So I'll let you speak to Quabia. Quabia, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much. We are so glad to have you here. So how did you get your start as a, a chaplain with Marketplace Chaplains? I was blessed to meet a chaplain um, over in California when I was visiting with my church denomination, and he was actually recruiting for um, Marketplace Chaplains. And just from what he said, the role of a chaplain with Marketplace Chaplains would be, uh, it, it had me hooked immediately. And I knew, I really just sensed in my spirit that it was something that God wanted me to be a part of. Mm. So talk about the, the impact on you personally. Being a marketplace chaplain, how have you seen it impact your own faith as you go out there and talk to uh, women in the workforce each and every day? 
I would have to say it's definitely strengthened my faith in God. Um, there's been many a day that I have prayed prior to going into my work site visit, and I've thought God just asking that He would direct me to who He wants me to encounter. And I come across people who many times wouldn't even speak to me. And this one day that I've prayed, they just share and pour out to me all that they're dealing with, allowing me also to then pray for them. And then hearing their testimony a week and two weeks later, it's just been such a blessing. So it's definitely strengthening my faith to know that when I go to God and ask God to lead me to who He wants me to go to, He does it each and every time, and He impacts lives in amazing ways. You know, it's times like that when you really know that um, there is a purpose behind what you're doing. And I, so I want you to just speak to our listeners for a moment. And, you know, why would they consider bringing chaplaincy into their organization or bring it up to the people that can make that decision? Okay, definitely. I would say consider the fact that God has given us a tremendous gift in that relationship with Jesus. And the workplace is filled with people who don't know how to find Jesus, and they don't recognize that in the midst of what they're dealing with, there is an answer, there is a way, there is help, Mm -hmm. help that's immediate, that all they have to do is call. And literally, opening the door to Marketplace Chaplain, saying yes, is that opportunity to see God move through you to impact the world that needs the Lord. Now, you're just outside of Miami, is that correct, Quabia? That's correct. My, yeah, plantation station area. Yes, sir. Okay. So uh, are you bilingual? I am. I do speak some Spanish. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, I just, I'm trying to figure out. So how does that, how has being bilingual, because I love the fact that, that Julie brought that up uh, earlier, how has being bilingual really enabled you to make an even bigger impact in an area like Miami, which is really almost primarily Spanish, secondarily English? Well, I've seen firsthand where people who initially would not speak to me because of the fact that their primary language is Spanish, as soon as I say a few words, just like, como esta, como anda, however I say it, how are you doing, how is your day, how you're walking, immediately they start to speak to me and they lighten up. It's like their face just lights up as if they say, oh, you understand what I say. And I've had amazing opportunities to pour into people's lives. And many of those people do speak English, too. But by me speaking Spanish, it just seems to kind of bridge a gap that's present sometimes. So just talk to the listeners who happen to be female and just tell them why they should consider becoming a marketplace chaplain really quick. I would say because there are many women working in the marketplace, as you've heard earlier today, many who especially need a touch. They need Mm. a touch from other women like yourselves who have Jesus in their heart and, and know what Jesus has done on their behalf. So this is a great opportunity for you to get into the workplace. It won't require a large amount of time, but it's a tremendous reward and tremendous payback. Quabia hmm. Francis, thank you so much for joining us on I Work For Him today, sharing a little bit of your story. I hope one day we can actually meet face-to-face when we're on Alligator Alley together or something like that. It'd be great. <laughs> but thank, thank, thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Jason, what a privilege you have to work with chaplains like these four ladies we're talking to today. And, and you know, how many business, do you know in, in the Southeast or even just in Florida where we broadcast the majority of our shows, how how many chaplains do you guys have in Florida right now? I mean, Florida's a big state. From Key West to Pensacola, 16-hour drive. How many chaplains you got? Well, 
just within your region right there in Florida, we have 64 under uh, one EDO that we mentioned earlier. What is the EDO thing? we got to stop talking. People think we're playing a video executive game. Executive Director of Operations. Executive Director of Operations. Director okay. Of operations. Okay. Yeah, okay. So they, I was listening. They get to lead and train our chaplains. And so Coabia will be starting a new division because South Florida has grown so much that, mm. that we're expanding that. But just in your region of Florida, we have well over 60 chaplains. That's fantastic. We've got Jason Burns joining us. Jason, so is your title EDO, Executive Director of Eating, I mean, of Operations? (laughs) Or do you got like Super Executive Director of Operations? Mine is Executive Director of Expansion, meaning that I get to meet with business owners who are considering bringing on chaplain here. That's a great way to call sales guy. I like that. Executive Director <laughs> of Expansion. Of expansion. Okay. Well, we're grateful for you doing that job because, you know, we just, we want our listeners to hear this is not a sales pitch. This is um, all about an opportunity for people to have greater impact, whether they're on the chaplaincy side as a chaplain, getting the opportunity to minister to people in their workplace or offering chaplaincy to your employees so that they have somebody there. Like they, we said earlier, Jim, some people, there are a lot of people that don't have a pastor in their life. And this really right. fills that role. And it's not a big deal on some days, but when there's a death or when there's a, a sickness or when there's been an accident, everybody goes to that deep inside and realizes, wow, I think I need to pray. I don't know why I got to pray, but I think I need to pray. Something inside me tells me I should pray, but I don't even know how to pray because I don't even know anybody that prays. That's where a chaplain comes in. So, Jason, tell us, tell us this. Is there such a thing as a company that's too little or too big to have a chaplain? From Marketplace Chaplains, mchapusa.com. Oh, really not. We serve companies as small as four employees, and we have companies as large as 40,000 employees. And the bigger the company, the more numerous the teams and the broader the scope. Uh, one in Orlando that has a strong Vietnamese population. It allows us to put Hispanic, Vietnamese, and Anglo chaplains all working side to side to make sure all employees are covered. So uh, no, none too little, none too big. Wow. Speaking of Spanish-speaking female chaplains from Marketplace Chaplains, found online at mchapusa.com. <laughs> Why don't you introduce our next guest? This is Rachel Hogue, and she is bilingual, and she lives in the Atlanta area. Rachel, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. So tell us what led you in your journey to becoming a chaplain. That's a great question. I um, was born in the country of Honduras. Uh, My parents were Baptist church planning missionaries. Um, So from very young, I um, was part of their ministry. I made a decision for Christ when I was six, and um, then my parents uh, continued to disciple me through their ministry. Mm -hmm. And I just grew with a love both for Jesus and a love for Spanish-speaking people. And um, when I was introduced to chaplain work um, by a fellow prayer partner in the Atlanta area, uh, I found out that there were many um, companies in this area that had Spanish-speaking employees. And so I really felt like God was calling me to um, 
have a unique ministry in these locations. Now, do you do this full time or do you have so many hours a week? I'm just curious. Yeah, that's a good question. I uh, currently have 19 companies that I serve, wow. um, which which is um, probably about 20 hours a week. Okay. And um, so it depends on the size of the company, how long I I make my visits for, mm-hmm. um, and they're spread out all over the Atlanta area. So <laughs> some take. A little longer to get to, especially the ones five miles away take an hour and a half. Anybody that's been in Atlanta knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the ones that are 10 miles away got to bring food. Yeah, we get that. All right, so Rachel, talk to us. I mean, so when we were in Colorado, we got to interview one of your fellow female chaplains, Stacy Cleary, and she's an at home mom and she does chaplaincy when her kids are off at school. Do you see that as a viable option for female chaplains out there working with marketplace chaplains? I do. I do. I, my kids are currently um, out of the home, and mm-hmm. um, so I am more freed up. But I will say it's very flexible in terms of, um, you know, being able to work my visits around appointments and shopping and um, other things that I, I need to do as a mom. So, yes, I definitely think it's it's workable. So tell us about um, how rewarding this experience has been. You've been a chaplain how long? Um, almost six years. Almost six years. So tell, tell us what that's done for you personally. Oh, wow. It has been an amazing experience. Um, I think one of the things that... Um, that God has really impressed on me is even though I grew up in a Christian home and I attended a Christian college, that I can't rely on what I've learned in the past, Mm -hmm. that my faith needs to be um, a real vibrant daily walk with the Lord. And I I was challenged by Isaiah 50, verse 4, that says that we need to know the word that sustains the weary, um, to waken daily, to read, to listen, and allow God's word to change my heart and my mind. And I have seen so many times where God has allowed me to speak into somebody's heart with something that he had just impressed on me that morning or an area that he's been working in my life. And I can, and I could tell them, I said, this is what, how God spoke to me. And they said, that's exactly what I needed to hear. You know, and I just want to address that for a minute to our mm -hmm. listeners, because I think that this is something, whether we have the title of chaplain or not, I just believe that what Mm -hmm. you said is really important for all of us to be hearing is that whatever God is speaking into our lives Um, We often get that chance to use it if we're obedient. And so I know for me, that's a challenge. And I just want to, you know, say that to our listeners, too, that being in the word and letting the Lord teach us things, he will give us the opportunity to share that with other people. So I think that that's something that all of us can think about as we are surrounded by people that we might be able to feed into them. But what chaplaincy does, Jim, is that when there's a bigger need than what you can just help your cubicle mate or somebody work with, chaplaincy is a great option for doing that. So, Rachel, with your background in Honduras and, and the ability to actually speak 
bilingually, really probably without even thinking. Why don't you speak to our audience out there that's also bilingual? Because we broadcast all across Florida and around the globe on our podcast. And there's tons of people listening that are bilingual. And they're like, well, but they don't get to use their Spanish speaking. Let's just use Spanish as one of the examples of being bilingual. Talk to them in Spanish as to why they should consider becoming a chaplain because of the impact you've seen in the workplace. Pues me da mucho gusto poder hablar con ustedes hoy para compartir lo que Dios ha hecho en mi vida y para para darles el el deseo de de poder compartir de ser capellana en el mercado porque hay muchas mujeres trabajando um, que, que están pasando muchas dificultades y necesitan otra mujer um, que les puede venir a apoyar, um, a darle las palabras de Dios, a darles aliento. Um, y para, noso- para nosotros como capellanas podemos estar en ese momento que ellas necesitan ese apoyo y realmente es es un tiempo muy lindo eh, que uno puede visitar a estos lugares en su tiempo okay. libre además de apoyar a su familia in, in very typical Latino fashion you just took twice as long because I want to make sure you got a chance to say it in, in English as well no. so, so really I mean talk to the audience about why they should consider being a chaplain why this fits into that world of turning their workplace into a mission field really quick 15 seconds whatever you just said in Spanish but do it in 15 seconds <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just um, said that this is an incredible opportunity to be able to come alongside, yeah. um, particularly as a woman to another woman, to come alongside, to pour our lives yeah. into theirs, right. to invest in them, to not waste it on ourselves, right. what God is teaching us, and to move towards the hurting and not away from them. Mm-hmm. Powerful, words. powerful, powerful. Rachel Hogue, thank you so much for calling into I Work Room today and for sharing your story, your Marketplace Chaplain story. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, thank you. Jason Burns, you get the last word. You got 30 seconds to tell everybody why they should become... Oh, did we lose Jason? Well, I'll tell you why you should, become, you should consider becoming part of Marketplace Chaplains. If you've got an organization that's got people, they could use a chaplain. Because people are hurting, and it's and sometimes they need to talk to somebody they don't know about the hurt that they have. Maybe you've been considering in the second half of your life doing something that involves ministering to the needs, shepherding the needs of people. Chaplaincy may be for you, and maybe you, I, 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 it's just chaplaincy. Check it out online, mchapusa.com. No, this is not a commercial. It's an opportunity to take ministry in the marketplace to a whole nother level. That's exactly right. But don't miss the opportunity today to minister to somebody that's sitting right next to you at work. That's right. We want to thank Jason Burns for bringing everybody on line today from Marketplace Chaplains, mchapusa.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number 
number4him.com. 